Hey, Mystic Michaela spiritual family. Welcome to Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela coming to you live from the two-week lockdown with Scotty, my red-blue aura husband. Hey, Scott. Hey, guys. You may hear it in our voices. We are sick. We are a little sick. We do not know if it's the Rona. I think you have the Corona. You think I have the Corona. I know we've all been playing the blame game of who has the Corona. (laughs) Yeah. And my bet is on you. What? I don't think I have it. You sound terrible. I, yeah, my voice is a little scratchy. <laughs> it's like today. awful. You got the dry cough. Yeah. Well. Yeah. You know? Well, Brie was coughing. Well, okay. So, like, week. if we got it, it's from the children. Yes. Which I scientifically, unscientifically, am sure the children are the carriers. Yeah. Well, Abby's been fine. She yeah, actually Abby's has been no fine. symptoms of anything. Yes, our little one's fine. Our eleven-year-old was sick, yeah. and now we're sick. But actually, what I wanted, actually, I think where it actually came from. Was your parents. Now, your mom oh, told yes. me the other day yeah. that she was the first case of corona. Now, remember, <laughs> now if we remember back from a previous episode, she was Anne Frank in a previous life. Right. Everybody knows this. <laughs> um, but she also told me that she thinks she had the corona back in December. She's patient zero. Before She's patient zero. Forget about dad. Wuhan, China. <laughs> so It's in Buffalo. It started in Buffalo, New York. <laughs> Orchard Park, to be specific, on Freeman Road. <laughs> And she's fine now, but she was the first case. Yeah, she's patient zero. Yeah, mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. You know what I've been thinking about this whole time with the corona? What? You know, a few months ago. Okay. I remember we did an episode on vision boards. Yes. Everybody was so excited. Yes. Everyone was putting like cruises and oh, I know. air flights and all these great things. Yeah. And all those vision boards have gone to crap. I didn't even think of have that. Have you thought about that? Oh my God. Yeah. It's Maybe one really powerful person put this on their vision board. Like right. complete isolation. I, I think so. <laughs> Everyone leave me alone. May, right. Maybe a lot of people <laughs> took the message of the vision board yeah. and they made vision boards where everyone was isolated. Yeah, That's right. Like, <laughs> like maybe those people won. Yeah. It's interesting. <laughs> I mean, everything on my vision board is pretty much gone. Right. Except for Jebediah, of course. Right. And they're doing fantastic, by the way. The Amish community They don't even fantastic. know what's happening. They don't even know what's going on. They don't need any yeah. of this stuff. He keeps inviting me there. Wow. I'm going to go. If you have the corona, I'm going. <laughs> I'm you, hanging with Jebediah. You don't even like, we do air high fives. We do air you high fives. You stay six feet away from me at all times. Air hug. Air, air hugs. Air hug. We do air hugs. Yes. <laughs> Everything. I'm not allowed to touch your food. Yeah, and I've been doing the cooking. Yeah, well, we've been living on frozen food. Right. So basically what I do is I just, now I know how to preheat an oven. I never knew how to do that. That's amazing. Yeah. You're learning like life skills. Yes. I've I been, how, yeah. yeah. Well, I've been, been trying to teach like you and Brie, the 11-year-old yeah. here, life skills. Mm-hmm. Like she learned how to What'd she learn? preheat an oven and so did you. I learned how to use the timer on the microwave. You did. <laughs> that is absolutely true. Yes. We were so proud. And I also have been trying to get like foods that you get at like restaurants to make it feel. Yeah. So I got like Friday's potato skins. That's a tip for everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Try it. <laughs> Go out, get like the Friday's potato skins, get the PF Chang's. Yes. Uh, you know, chicken dumplings, whatever. Yeah. Really and treat yourself. Yeah. <laughs> you could even like, like put the ambiance, you know, maybe get a pin, like a Friday's pin. Oh my gosh. Yes. It. Like remember how they used to wear the pins? They used to. Scott, you're making yourself old again. Oh. Remember they used to wear, what did they, oh my God, what did they call it? Um, oh, stop it. Like bling? No. Bling? Flare. 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 Flare yeah. Oh my gosh. It was before the word bling was even around. They used to call yeah. it Flare. So if you went to Fridays about 20 years ago, yeah. the Fridays people were allowed to wear like ridiculous hats and vests with like a ton of weird pins. 
But anyways, that's what Scott's referring to. And you could do that for your family at home. So what's your take? Like, you basically been staying home. You've been quarantined because uh, you have corona. Well, I, <laughs> I really don't feel good. I would be staying home anyhow. Right. So. And I've been doing the Publix runs. So, you, yeah, which is our grocery store. So basically, we do two things. You do the stay-at-home thing. Yeah. And I do, like, the Publix every day. I do, like, email readings. Yeah. And I homeschool now. Right. That's been fun. <laughs> yes. Yeah, you, like, I mean, you're, you've been doing fine. You, yeah, you've still been doing like your emails, your phone at, readings. Yeah, they've been doing that. It's homeschooling's like yelling at children to read independently for a half hour. That's yeah. what homeschooling is. Yeah, I mean, we had a we had we were, we were supposed to people were flying in from LA. You were gonna do yes. a party, but we just switched. We the just phone. made them phones. Yeah, so phone. that's yeah. Everybody just kind of phones. We've been doing that, and I'm gonna talk about this later, just about like the anxiety and the stress and like what's going on and how we're all handling it. But like, in our what has it been like two weeks why does it feel like months I don't know. it's been about a month i think oh my god maybe more than a month. maybe it's been three months that's what it feels like yeah every yeah. day feels like it doesn't matter like what months. what i wear <laughs> like, yes it's true <laughs> so thanks. what about you you're wearing like athletic bottoms like every day no i right now i have jeans on and i'm oh. prepared i got my alabama hat on and all right you know actually <laughs> due to the corona we, the, the funniest thing is like you are now you usually have the textbooks. Everyone yeah. knows our textbooks. Yeah, our textbooks prop up our microphone. Right, but one of the textbooks, I think, has corona. It does. So you have a throw-throw burrito <laughs> game. We've been doing a lot of board games. Throw-throw yeah. burrito is a great board game, if you yeah. don't know that and one. And now you're using throw-throw burrito oh, as your yeah. mic stand. It's a great mic stand. So You know, we use what we can. That's a huge change. <laughs> That's a huge change. <laughs> Big changes. Well, what do you think about social distancing, Scott? Well, you have you. a theory okay. on this. I do. And I've been going to Publix. Yes. Everyone knows. I've been friends with all the Publix employees. The old people love me there. Yeah, I walked in. There. Yeah, I walked in, and look, I'm feeling fine. I really am not sick, and I and I coughed. Oh my god! And people, you should have seen. They're like part of the sea. These old people. Yeah. It's all old people. It's me and the old people. Yeah. They all gave me like death stares. Oh yeah. One person almost like I think took out a gun. He's gonna shoot me. <laughs> like what are you doing here? You that cough. would happen in Florida right. very quickly. And if you notice around, like you see a lot of people. Trying to hold in coughs. Yes. It's a, it's, a, yeah. it's a very stressful time to have a cough. Yeah. So if you cough in public, yes. you, it's like you're a leper. Yes. You can't do that. Yeah. So when I coughed, I was like, oh, my God. Like, you can't just even clear your throat or no. anything. Like, people you can't will, sniffle. You can't. People no. throw you down. They will. Without touching you. Yeah. But here's my thing. You know, with the social distancing, and I told you this the other day. Yeah. That I'm a great social distancer. And this is very natural to you. Yes. It's I, a, finally, the world feels comfortable to you. Yes. I've been practicing... <laughs> social distancing for the last 20 years yeah when i met you it was a big thing of yours yeah, yeah. like i just recently started like hugging people again oh, it's uh, true. yeah <laughs> i don't like to hug people well can i tell this story yeah tell you me. don't even know what i'm telling when we first moved down here okay maybe like you're from long island now from buffalo we lived in buffalo for a long time nobody hugs when they meet each other i don't know is that a buffalo thing i don't know like no one's like double kiss like hug then we moved down here and all the new people we met did the double kiss and the hug, and you refused to do it. Right. I refused to do that. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, like, shaking hands, I'll, I, look, I, I know the president has said this, too, about shaking hands. I'm okay with not shaking hands. <laughs> I mean, I'm okay with doing, like, the fist pump, you know, like, hit the knuckles or whatever, yeah. or the elbow. Right. I mean, I would have been doing this the whole time. Yeah. I mean, we've talked about this. I don't like to sit in the middle seat at a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're 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 too yeah. close to people. Yeah. Uh, I don't like to go to the movie theaters. I like to sit in the back row because yeah, you know everyone's crowded in. You, you have know? a point now. Yeah, now, now you're look, making sense. Now, now you're I, like a prophet. Now I look like a genius. Yeah. 
You know, I never used to go to the Sunrise Mall because there were so many people there and it'd be so crowded that everyone would be on top of you and there was no social distancing. See? Like you knew this. Yes. Even at Publix, I like to be like three carts away from everybody. You've been death staring at people who cough around you for years. I have been. Yes. And I, I just have to say that I'm a great social distancer. I'm doing my part. Yeah. And I've been doing it for like 20 years. <laughs> and you'll continue to do yeah. it after. So. Well, red people. Well, all right. So like with social distancing, I think that, you know, red people. But you're not. It's really not the illness that is the reason why you're going to social distance. Like it's just people in general, wouldn't you say? Like you're just not well, touchy-feely. Yeah, I, I mean, I never, well, now that you put it that way, maybe I just knew psychically that <laughs> one day there was going to be a pandemic. You just knew that. I knew that. Because, like, I feel like with social distancing, my purple and indigo kind of go against each other. Because my purple, you know, it's like when you tell me not to do something, I kind of want to do it more. So it's, like, hard for me. Like, of course, I'll listen. But it's, like, my rebelliousness, it's, like, are the beaches open? And those are probably all those purple people like going down to the beaches. Now, I did not go and I'm not going to go. Right. But like, I get it. Like the people, like everyone's outside now. Like you look outside, everyone's out there. And it's because a lot of people, you know, when you tell them not to do something, they want to do it more. But then my indigo self is dealing with the social distancing where like, I'm okay with it. Like, that's good. It's like a good little buffer. Yeah. I mean, we, de- we definitely do handle this differently. But I'm actually surprised because you haven't been, like, freaking out. I have not been. Usually during, like, crises, 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 like this, like a hurricane, you always, like, freak out. And I'm like... Hurricanes, I, I am such a nut. Yeah, you are a nut. I am such a nut during hurricanes, and you're like, stop it. Yeah. I am so crazy. But no, I have not been freaking no. out. Yeah, and, like, me, okay. I never... okay, I'm very calm. Yeah, I don't freak out during these things. Like you I, never I'm, do. I'm always calm. I'm always like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. You I'll, consistently don't believe what's happening. I'll get either. the gas. I'll put up the shutter. No, eventually. but that's an issue. Like uh, the hurricanes are way. Sc- Honestly, hurricanes are. They freak me out. They're really? very scary. All right, but I'm I'm surprised that I, f- I figured you like you'd go hurricane on me, and be like, you got to get true. this and this and this. Yeah, and I this. get like really crazy. Yeah, but so far you've been pretty calm, which yeah. I'm surprised. Yeah, it's true. But we've been watching a lot of Netflix. We have. And I think it's like a lot of the shows that, I don't know, m- m- we would never have normally watched. Yeah. And our new show that we start. Now, we're only on episode two, and I don't want to give spoilers. Yeah, we've watched two episodes. Apparently, there's spoilers because like people really? have been writing me about this show, and they're okay. like, I don't want to tell you what's going to happen. And we're only on episode two. Well, okay. So first episode, I thought, is, the show is called Joe Exotic. Yeah, it's called something else. But Dirt. it's really about Joe Exotic, who looks like Joe Dirt. Dirt right. So I'll just call, I'm going to call him Joe Dirt. Uh, and the first episode, I found to be boring. And I wasn't going to watch it again. Yeah. But you're like, no, let's I'm just like, give it Scott, one. Scott, come on. Like, there's something to this. Right. Like, people are like. And you have Corona. So we're like, all right, let's watch episode two. <laughs> like, let's, let's give Bomb one. Right. <laughs> So, oh, our 11-year-old's watching it with us. I don't yes. know if that's appropriate. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what? Off. Episode 2 was great, though. Episode 2 was great. Because that Carol. Yeah, she's crazy. Like, all of a sudden, like, you see, oh, my God, there's Carol. There's that. Who's the Doc? You got Doc Antle. Doc Antle or something? Anal. Doc Antle. Doc Anal. Doc Anal. No, but one of them. He makes all his employees do that. The best part is most of the one guy's in Florida, McCarthy. Yes, I've been to that one. Yeah, because we found a baby bird. Yeah. And and Scott had to like deliver it to a rescue center. McCarthy's took it. And yeah. Scott's like, I met that woman. Yeah. <laughs> I gave the baby bird to her. 
place. Now, I don't want to make fun of that place, but no. when I got there, yeah. let me just tell you, I was there. It was pouring rain. Yeah. It's the middle of absolutely effing nowhere. Yes. And you, it's like all locked up. Oh. And you, you just go to the front. Yeah. They don't let you in. See, that's th- it's weird. And I, this lady comes out in the pouring rain, no umbrellas. Really? We're standing out. I'm getting poured on. She's getting poured on. Yeah. You, you were doing a reading at the time. I know. I had Abby with me. She <laughs> fell asleep. <laughs> I made oh. you go on this journey. Yeah. I'm, I, it's the middle of nowhere. <laughs> and you don't know what's going on back there. And that's freaky. Yeah. But she took the bird. She yeah. pet the bird. She yeah. was nice to the bird. She wrote us that it made it. Yeah. Yeah. I gave her the bird and, and I left. But I was like, what goes on there? And now that is now, I don't know if that one's going to come up in the next episodes. Well, he was on the second episode. Yeah. But he was, because uh, basically they're saying all these big cat people are nuts. Right. And they all hate each other. And they all hate each other. But it's funny because the McCarthy guy, he feels kind of like, I mean, it, he's, I think he's a good, I don't know. Like, I haven't heard anything bad about that place. But yeah. like, I'm, we're not done with the series yet. That's but true. just looking at his aura, he doesn't seem like okay. a bad guy. Now I called them. Yeah. recently yes to try to get because you can get like a tour this was before we saw this series yeah. now i'm second guessing this stuff i now i want to go more than ever no you now don't. i'm getting a little purple here no but i'm really stressed out about animal exploitation well, we and gotta, like can, like i can't go somewhere where they do breeding we got to find out what's going on there yeah well, well i can't go anywhere they do breeding yeah. like i can't do that i called i left my name and number they never called me back and then you got the other guys in Miami. Now, of course, all these people are in Florida. You oh, know, my God. I that mean, Mario. The Mario's guy that killed somebody or didn't kill someone. How's he not in jail? No, he did. He admitted it. No, he didn't do the killing. He, he watched killing. it. He and watched then he it. helped cut up the body. Yeah. And the, uh, bury it and stuff. Yeah. But, God. But he's got a tiger farm yeah. in Miami. Now, the most interesting character to me yeah. is the guy, Doc Anal from... <laughs> Myrtle Beach. Right. Now, this guy. What a cult leader. This guy has got everything going on. He's uh-huh. got like seven houses. He's got all these cats. And he's got like, what, 10? Nobody even knows how many wives he has. Yeah. What is this guy? He's, they call him the, like, the Baba Hagida. <laughs> yes. Which means like the Lord, my, my Lord or something. Yeah. I actually told the Mystic Michaela spiritual family they can call me that if they like. <laughs> so if you now see me and you want to call me the Baba Hagida guy or whatever, oh no problem with that. And the one guy was interesting. Like, he, he said he didn't even look up to him. For how he was doing with the cats, he looked up to him for how he was doing with the ladies. Oh, my God. But he treats the, the cats the same as he does the ladies. Yeah. Right? Like, they're all his pets. Well, you made an interesting observation. You're like, these people treat the animals better than the employees. Right. What's the lady? Carol. Yeah, she she's so disgusting. <laughs> like, she I know you thinks she's the that. greatest person on earth. Yeah. But you can see right through her. She gives me, like, that Gabby Bernstein vibe <laughs> where you can just see right through her. <laughs> like, you got to stop freaking Gabby Bernstein. Like, like Gabby Bernstein, you can tell she's such a phony. And that lady is the same way. That's, like, the same feeling. Like, you know how you say, like, yeah. if you get, like, a feeling on no, one I know. person I, yes. when you're reading? Yes, and yes. Like, if somebody reminds you of somebody else, it's a spirit message. Right. Yeah. So she reminds me, like, I don't know, Gabby Bernstein, I don't know this Carol lady. Personally, but they remind me of each other, even though like they look nothing yeah. alike, but the same kind of concept, like you're pretending this, but you're really full of, you know what? She's got the craziest aura. Oh, really? What's her aura? Yeah. So it's like, there's purple, but there's like a green with it, but the green has, a, has like this yellow green hue. I've never seen one like that. And I feel like she definitely lives in her own reality. Yes. And she actually freaks me out. Now, Joe Exotic is super purple. Yeah. We're just going to give him his own shade of purple. But like he's super. Yeah. He gets his own shade. And listen, like he looks like a nutball. Don't get me wrong. But like 
I would trust him over Carol. Yes. Having said that, I do not agree with breeding these tigers. It's no. awful. And no. I do like that she doesn't breed the tigers. Right. You know, she just rescues but, them. Yeah. I mean, again, if everything's true of this documentary, she yeah. basically has her worker, workers working 80 hours a week and yeah. paying them nothing or $100 a week. I think they said something like that. No, hers get nothing. nothing. Doc gives them $100 Doc a week. Is, oh, okay. Wow. Nice guy. But he gives them a rat-infested place to live in. Um, no, no, that's Joe I, Dirt. Joe Dirt gives them those trailers to live in. They all get kind of crabby yeah. places to live in. But he gets them from the bus stop. They're like right. homeless off the bus stop. And he gives them somewhere to go and work. Right. Now, like, we've only watched two episodes. So we yes. don't know. We, we don't even know totally what's happening. Here. I mean, I'm going to honestly say Joe it's Dirt. show. Joe Dirt seems like such a better person <laughs> oh than Carol. I don't think he's nice to those animals. And I think we're going to see. I mean, he might be. I think we're going to see things turn out oh boy like he can't afford to feed them the way they're supposed to be fed right there's no way i can't even deal like when we growing up once we had six cats at once like domestic house cats do you know how much it was to take care of just six little cats i can't imagine taking care of what does he have like 90 tigers like more i think i mean 700 do you know how much work (laughs) that is a lot of work like, and it's expensive, and it smells, and it's constant. So yeah. I can't... So there's no way he's doing it correctly. No. I, I mean, you're right. And but, they exploit I'm, the cubs. It's do. terrible. The one girl lost her arm in the cage. Oh, my God. And Episode I mean, two. A again, lot going on. A lot going on. I mean, this was a great episode. We'll have to talk about this again, because... Yeah, no, we're going we're gonna to definitely bring this up again as it goes on. To distract from our quarantine life, mm. Joe Exotic. And now I have a new character for you. Scotty Exotic. Scotty. <laughs> I'm gonna. I, was that? I want you to pose with the cat for my pleasure. You want me to pose with Rocky, our house cat, for the for my pleasure. Okay, so basically, let's give people <laughs> the image I can see in their heads. Okay. You want me with what? A cowboy hat? <laughs> like I want like some sort of cowboy hat. We'll construct some sort of mullet okay. thing going on. Right. Right. Bangs. Bangs. We can work on this. The kids. Beard. Can, no beard. Mustang? No. I, I'd like to draw like the Joe Dirt. You know, mustache on you. Okay. You know, that looks like handlebars or whatever. We're going to give you some piercings. Okay. Open shirt. (laughs) A lot of chest hair. Right. Bring it. Right. Some tight jeans with the buckled belt. Right. With with Rocky. I'm getting into this. With Rocky. Cowboy boots. Yeah. And we get Jebediah down here to pose shirtless. Oh, damn. And maybe a couple of his buddies. (laughs) Because he married two guys. Oh, my God. He's like a polygamist. He's a a gay gay polygamist. A gay polygamist. Yeah. I've never... I didn't even know that existed. Why not? Sure. (laughs) But that's that's fantastic. I mean, this guy is great. I mean... There's no rules in their world. If I'm ranking them right now... Okay. And again, it's only episode two. Episode two. I'm saying Joe Dirt's number one. Doc Anal, he's (laughs) definitely up there. I mean, this guy is insane and he just figured out like crazy things about how people think to get them to do whatever he wants them to do yeah he renamed the girls the this guy, is crazy the, the guy from scarface oh my god yeah mario he's probably number or three he's funny yeah he's funny and then carol is my least favorite yeah because i think she's a fake like yeah. you know she's pretending this she's nonsense. probably just as bad as the rest of them but anyway do you have the corona maybe I, one of us has the corona <laughs> it's either me you Brie or your mom? Well, I've been watching a secret Netflix show on you. Oh. Without you around. Oh, boy. And it was like one season, and there's only four episodes, and it was made in like 2018. But I have not heard about this. It's called Three Wives, One Husband. 
okay and it's about polygamists that live literally under a rock like they blew out a rock in okay. utah yeah and it follows like kind of like three families that are polygamists wait, wait remember we went to that, that like under the rock and yeah that it that no but it looks like that okay yeah like uh, yes on our road trip yeah. in 2004 that's not it no okay. it, yeah we saw a gas station that was built in a rock no but that's it's like this whole polygamist compound in Utah that's built under a, a huge red rock. Wow. And it's crazy. Like, and these wives are miserable. So it's three wives and one husband? Yeah, like, it's just about, like, it's about these families that have, like, a bunch of wives. And that's a new Netflix show? No, it's I think it's old, and oh. nobody watched it. Oh. And it's narrated by an English person okay. with an English accent. And But it's, like, I don't know. It was It's really good, and I recommend it if you're super bored, which I'm you tell, are. I'm going to tell you something. Yeah. If vision boards ever come back to be a thing. Yeah. I'm putting number one thing on my vision board. I want a Netflix show <laughs> for you. Okay, for you. Right. I want it. that's my number one thing on my vision board now. Netflix show for you. There, I think you make, should be a Netflix. Yeah, show. sounds good. All right, what are we talking about today? Okay, guys. So all joking and kidding and lightheartedness aside, I know that this has been very stressful for a lot of people, and I. You know, just picking up all your emotions, picking up, you know, from people I've talked to, just um, from society in general, from like when I read the news, this is my take on it. And, and sometimes I feel like I'm a strong believer, like if you name it, you will have clarity about it. And if you're not fearful of what it is that's bothering you, you'll have more chance and opportunity to benefit from this time. So like right now, a lot of people are dealing with anxiety and stress you know, listlessness, depression. These are all signs of what I call empathic overwhelm. And it's brought on by this quarantine and the state of things as they are today and this kind of general shutdown. So what is empathic overwhelm? And I've talked about this on other episodes and I want to do a whole episode just about it. But real quick today, empathic overwhelm is an overabsorption of the energy around you. And I see this with empaths all the time. And basically there's energy around you all the time from people, from situations, from trials in your life and whatnot. And right now it's really big. It's really big because it's societal in nature. So the collective consciousness is suffering. And empaths are picking that up to various degrees. So, you know, your empaths are your purples, your blues, your indigos, and your turquoises. And so picking up this energy is hard and it can cause this overabsorption of everything around you. And it's not all your feelings that you're feeling. You're feeling other people's feelings. You're feeling implications of the future. You're feeling just society in general. So you're not just feeling other people's feelings. You're feeling like the trajectory in which this is going. And some symptoms can be like you're tired, but you can't sleep. You're emotionally triggered. You're super sensitive, but you don't know why. You have this feeling of drowning in self, feeling stuck. You feel like life has minimal worth. Um, you have trouble with being on time or procrastination. You need to be alone more than you already are. Daydreaming. And finally, it can get really bad when you start self-medicating with food or drugs or alcohol or things like that. So you have to really keep a check on it when you need to kind of get away from your own thoughts and your own self. That struggle right there is a trigger for you to look in and be like, what's really going on? 
So what's really going on? So right now, all of our society and all the things that serve as distractions have been taken down. So we are quite literally told to stay inside. What we're being told is to stay inside ourselves. And inside ourselves are a lot of triggers, a lot of voices, feelings, memories, and they all have center stage. What do we do with them? We either deal with them or we distract from them. It may not be for everyone right now to do spring cleaning or to take on some project or to get as much work done as you can. Even working from home can be hard because there is so much less opportunity to be distracted from these triggers. So these triggers just, they come in and they make it just very hard to focus on things that used to be super important. Like, I don't care if my laundry's done or I don't care if the floor is clean or I don't care. You know, like it's, it's hard to stay on a schedule because what's the point? We don't like everything's literally on pause. But the thing is, is let's look at the word everything. What is everything? What is society? Society is a system we all subscribe to. It's not reality. Reality is in your own bubble of self, your own connection to spirit, your own connection to self. It's inside of you. Not even the reality of your spouse or your kids or your closest family members is the same reality as you have within yourself. That's why we all have different versions of the same thing that happens. Okay, like growing up, like me and my sister could have totally different versions of how we were parented. This is because our filters are all different for processing what happens to us. And right now you are very much stuck in your own reality, no distractions. But our whole lives, and this is the problem, our whole lives we were taught to look outside of ourselves for reality. First, you look to your parents, okay? You know, you're taught, you know, please me, you get love. You know, do this, do that, this is what you do. This, you know, be like me, do this, do that. I mean, that's how parents parent. You know, we program our children. So, you know, at first you're taught as a young child, look outside of yourself for reality. Look at your parents, see what they want. Then your teachers, you know, schools, institutions, your boss, Okay, that's my reality, what my boss thinks, what this institution thinks about me, what others think about me, what my friends think about me, the neighbors, what society wants from me. Look at what other people are doing and compare yourself. These are all the distractions of society. They take us away from ourselves, our own reality. Look at the things that you should want to buy. Now go make money and buy them. There's a distraction. That's a distraction that takes whole people's lives away from them. All of this stuff is false. And now, now we are hitting a reset button and we are stuck cold turkey with our own reality and our own self. So here's the bottom line. You can't control what goes on around you. It's a mess out there right now. But if you understand that, it's time to reprogram ourselves. It's time to hit reset. It's time to self-connect. That's going to help you. You can't control anything except how you react. And taking this time to you know, make sense of ourselves is essential. So how do we connect with ourselves? We can read, write, meditate. We have to sit in the discomfort and we have to ask ourselves the hard questions. We have to deal with the stuff that comes up. We have to acknowledge it. Do you feel lonely? You know, are you not happy in a relationship? Do you want a relationship? Are you scared about money? Why are you scared? What will happen if you don't have it? What will you lose? Are you scared you'll lose your things? Are you scared you'll lose people's love? Are you nervous about your health? Are you fearful of what will happen 
if you don't have the things that they told you were so important? What do you want? What makes you happy? These are the discomfort of the feelings that are coming at us. We're all very uncomfortable right now. We're all sitting in our own stuff. And it's kind of like usually we shut the door on that and walk away and go to work and deal with, you know, life and go make money or go to school or raise kids or go date or go out with friends. Now we can't do any of that. So we have to sit and we got to open the door and look at all that stuff we shoved away. And we got to go through it. We got to sift through it. That's why it's uncomfortable. So if you understand why it's uncomfortable right now, that's why. And all the things they told you that were real really aren't real like society and all that, like it's kind of crumbled right now. We're kind of just waiting and it'll come back. It'll turn back on. It'll get going. This has been human history. We'll be okay. But if you understand what benefits you can take from that right now, you'll come out of this a lot stronger. So my suggestion is when you were a little kid or when you look at little kids, you know, what made it so wonderful just to be you and hang out with yourself? And how did you take joy from little moments? That's what this time is about. It's time to get very simple, very much back to basics. And it's about connecting with yourself in a way that is reality and feels more real now than anything out there ever did. So let's make that the goal. Let's make your connection with yourself more real than anything out there could ever be for you. And when this is over and life moves on, you have that core foundation within you and you feel stronger and you know that no matter what happens, you're okay because you're a rock. You're your own rock. Wow, that was really good. And how I, are you? Yeah, go ahead. No, yeah, what were you going to say? Well, I was going to say like how, like how have you been feeling about the whole thing? Like be serious. You want me to be serious? I want you to be serious. Okay. Well, I mean, honestly. Yeah. I've actually, I mean, to be totally honest with you. Yes. If I actually do get the corona, yeah. or one of us does get the corona, yeah. although you might have it, that's when I probably would get nervous because I don't like being, everyone, you know, everyone knows I hate being sick. Yeah, your I health hate. is your wealth. Right. Yeah. I just, you know, I put it out of, out of mind that I'm going to get sick. I don't even think about that. Yeah. I've been basically just drinking OJ all day. You do. So, like, I probably have, like, the highest sugars on the planet. <laughs> You're trying to next, By next week. You know, I've been eating an orange a day. You're like, <laughs> apple a day keeps the doctor right. I keep saying, I just eat an orange a day. You're just vitamin Cing. I'm just vitamin Cing it. But really, in this time, in all honesty, this is kind of when I actually, my mind actually, um, I don't know how to put this, but I actually, I think I do better. Yeah. Why? Why, It's just because I have this mentality where I go against the grain of what everybody's kind of doing. Yeah. And I try to do my own thing. Yeah. And I think when I actually do better, like... You know, I don't like to brag, but, you know, I've been doing incredible in the stock market. Yeah. Like, you know, I know a lot of people are losing a lot of money. That's why I don't want to say these things. Yeah, I know. But this is when I make, I see clarity. Yeah. And I can actually see things that are going to do well. That's interesting. Yeah. I, and like for the business, like it's actually, we're, we're actually getting stronger. Like I feel like, like I'm doing actually more things yeah. to make it stronger. But I don't like talking about this because I know a lot of people are suffering and a lot of people are struggling. But as a red, actually, this is kind of when I shine a little bit more yeah. than in other times. Which is, you know, again, I I don't want to be unsensitive. No, I know. I'm glad that you said that, though, because I had a reading with a young man last week. He works in the finance world. (laughs) And, you know, he'd been waiting for the reading for a long time. So it's just interesting it came today, you know, or that day. 
and he was freaked out yeah. you know and, and he's green he was very green mm-hmm. very green and it was interesting because like as i was reading him you know i step into someone's energy and i could sense like everything you just said yeah like he saw like the system kind of like crumbling right and he was just like and, and his place in it and the job that he had was gonna crumble with it yeah what i had to tell him it was like okay this is a reality like it yes it's happening Mm -hmm. now use your skills to work around it right you know and i think you got to that place where you can do that now maybe like 10 years ago you couldn't. no i know no i i yeah that's true because you have to build up your own foundation yes like i actually look at this like as a challenge like we're Mm -hmm. like maybe some people kind of get knocked down and they're they're down and out and again, some people are in certain circumstances where that's what's going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and I'm, we're very fortunate to be in this good position. But I, I feel, I almost look at it as like in my mind as a challenge. Yeah. To say, how could I come out of this with doing better? Yeah. That's how I honestly how I look at it. Right. You know, again, there, there's things that we had going on that might not pan out. You know, we had a lot of things going oh, on. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of, oh my gosh, yeah. There was a, at least three or four things on the table. Yeah, we had a lot of offers that got knocked off the And table. I don't know if they're coming back. Yeah, probably um, not. But I don't look at it like that. I look yeah. at it, what, what can we do for ourselves? Oh, that's true. And that's yeah. actually what we've been doing. And, you know, I don't, again, I, I don't want, you know, we just released your meditation series, which we've, you've been working on for a long time. Yeah, no, it was interesting, too, because, um, you know, I was sitting on this meditation, yeah. the Recovering Empath meditation series. I was sitting on this for, like, months. And you were like, Megan, get it done. And I was like, oh, I will. And I just, like, kind of was just sitting on it. And I wanted it to be perfect, so I was, like, working on it, like, really long and writing it up many pages long and i don't know i got this like burst of energy two weeks ago like right before everything got shut down i just got it all done in one day right and you know i sent it off to our producer you know jemmy our producer flintstone media and i'm like okay and then this all happened right and i was like you know timing's everything no but that i mean that had been a project that had been we've been working on or you've been working on yeah yeah forever and it's just because kind of dragging yeah and then we finally you know i got the ability but no but it's true like in our own lives too like we've been affected it's just that i'm only ever affected when i'm counting on other people to help me (laughs) like and i had to learn that like i I had to learn that and that that's like it's like it's hard you know, no, know, but it's a hard lesson to learn. I had to, you had to learn that. Yeah. So, but yeah, the things that I was counting on other people for, right? They're off the table now. Yeah. Yeah. But you know and what? They could come back. And but... they could or not. Whatever. I'm a true believer in what is meant to be will be. Yeah. I am a true believer in that. No, I agree. I mean, that's because when this happens, I'm like, all right, now we can just make our own magic. Let's keep going. Mm-hmm. Let's keep doing what we do. Yeah. Uh, let's do it the best we can. Yeah. And at the end of the day, let's help as many people as we can. Yeah. Which is why if, I feel if, like if I got sick because yeah. I was like trying to like help every like i'm yeah. just really trying to like absorb the voice of everybody and then i lost my voice <laughs> that's true i mean and and here's the thing we've been i know you have been writing to a lot of people you know yeah. just not even for your readings and stuff trying to calm them down oh yeah people write to me i've been trying to help them too yeah i'm just trying to give people some solace but yeah. this uh, my thoughts on this whole situation is that we will it will go back to normal one day yeah oh definitely and you know the kids will go back to school and, and yeah. we'll look back and we'll be like wow remember that Sometimes it can be, I should have taken more advantage of that time. You know, I should have. Right. Just, and, that, yeah. and that's how I kind of, that's what I'm doing it now. Like yeah. I'm trying to, to do what I can to. Yeah. Try to see the situation, situation in hindsight. Right. Because you know, it'll be over at one point. Hopefully, you know, not too many people get sick. Well, in your free time. Well, yeah. Well, the other thing I, yeah. I do want to say that. Yes, go. This go might on. be the funny part of it. Please. Oh, uh, you know, when I was meditating, by the way, oh. I didn't tell you this, to your day three. Yes. Of your meditation series. The Angry Empath. Which you can get on your website. Yes. Not, not a shameless plug, but I guess we can do that, right? 
No, he can't. All right, whatever. And as I was meditating, it came to me that I should come up with a yoga routine. Oh. You know, as I was meditating, all these great names for new uh, yoga poses like were coming to me. Okay. So I don't know if I should maybe launch, if people would be interested in like Scotty's yeah. yoga series. You have such a yoga body too. I know, right? <laughs> You're so bendy. Yeah, like, and maybe I, maybe I would name everything like after the pandemic type things, like, like the Corona Camel move, the like, social like, distance, the social distance, the social distance. Now I'll do the Corona bend. Camel, where you kind of Corona just, Camel, bat, <laughs> yeah. the bat droppings or something. You know? Like the find the toilet paper, the find the so it's just like a reach really high yeah. into the shelves. So what I'm hoping is if I do day four, five, and six, I'll have my, I'll really have the vision of the yoga series. <laughs> So that's, that's one of my goals, too. I think that's great, Scott. All right. We all know that you like to reach out to celebrities because, like, yes. you know, let's be honest, you are a shameless plugger yes. of what we do. It's been good because, you know, celebrities, they always write back to you all they, the time. Look, I... Nobody I, misses a Scotty call. No, I slip slide into <laughs> over 1,000 DMs All the DMs. So, day. you know, I, I wanted to... Up, you know, keep up to date, okay. like with some of the people that I know you've reached out to, how, like how they were right. doing during the quarantine. Right. So we're going to call this segment, how are these celebrities spending the quarantine? How are these celebrities? You ch- we were spending, checking in on them. How are these celebrities spending the quarantine? Yeah. So, okay. so we heard you checked in on Kim Kardashian. Okay. I did check in on Kim Kardashian. Yeah. And believe it or not, she did write me back. Okay. Okay. She was one of the ones that wrote me back. Yeah. And she told me that she was going to come out with a new sex tape. That's great. Yeah. Because that's what started the empire. She's a pink aura. She's <laughs> And what made her famous was the sex tape, right? Yes. So she's like, I'm going to make another one. Yeah, and her mom marketed that. You yeah. know, she's actually spending this quarantine, though, probably aside from that, fighting yeah. with Taylor Swift right now. Really? So what happened was, oh, my God, you don't even know. So, like, everybody else listening to this knows, but you don't. Okay. So, like, they can experience you knowing it. Fine. I'll make this short. Four or six years ago, you guys can correct me, I forget, Kanye came out with this song that called Taylor Swift a biatch, but he used the real word, and said that she should like have relations with him. With Kanye? Kanye wrote a rap song about... Remember how Kanye took the yes. VMA award from her? You just saw that. And then like did this whole, like, I don't know who you are, but right. blah, 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 blah. And so he released this song and ca- referring to Taylor Swift as the B word. Okay. And saying that she owes him sex, basically. For... It was in the rap song because I made that B famous. Okay. So Kanye claims that he made her famous. But in the song, he wrote a song about it. So he's like, he's like the Harvey so, Weinstein guy? Right. So anyway, so she, okay. so she wrote... Like, I don't know, at the time she was like, okay, whatever. Like that album that she won the VMA award for, she already had sold 7 million copies of it or whatever before he did that to her Okay. and stuff. So it's not like he didn't make her famous at all. You know what I mean? Like he was just a douche and whatever. But anyways, so she said like, you know, I never approved that. That's like a terrible thing that you said about me. And then what happened was Kim on her Snapchat, this was a couple of years ago, put this tape of Taylor and Kanye talking about the song release before his song was released and and her saying like, oh yeah, that's fine or something like that. I could be mistelling it. But anyways, the real tape came out this week or last week. Oh. And it turned out that Kim and Kanye allegedly edited it to make it look like Taylor said okay. But the wow. actual tape was like, she was like, no, like do what you want to do, dude, whatever, like that basically. 
And it was like really awkward where he was just like shaming her and just it was really awkward to Maybe, watch. You know what might have happened? What? Kim and Kanye. Was Kanye the original guy in the sex tape? No. No. It was a different guy? Yeah. Oh. Maybe they want Taylor Swift to be in their tape, their sex tape. Oh my God. That's why they got yeah. into this fight. You know, I think they do anything, <laughs> anything for a like on Instagram. Anything for a like. On so Instagram. we heard you reached out to Andy Cohen. I did reach out to Andy Cohen. Yeah. And sadly, he does have he the corona. Actually, he he's actually kind, does. He's like you. He's got the corona. <laughs> and your mom. Um, Patient zero. <laughs> yeah. And I think he feels, and I, I don't know why he went into this with me, but oh, yeah. I think he feels it's kind of like a payback. Okay. You know, for creating such like angry women at each other, <laughs> creating like series of shows that just breed hatred. <laughs> And I feel that Andy Cohen might think this is like a like a penance. Is that the right word? In the a like penance, a, a penance, a penance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for all the negativity he's brought with all the Real Housewives franchises. Is that how you feel about the? <laughs> well, no, that's so, how he. Feels. Oh, that's how he feels. Yeah, okay, yeah, so got feels. it. Yeah. And we heard you reached out to the uh, Coach Monica from Cheer from I, Cheer Netflix. I did. Yes. I, you know, I had to really research her name. Yeah. Know what she like her Coach name. Coach Monica. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kept on just writing Cheer Coach, and it didn't come up. But I found right. out her name. And believe it or not, business as usual. That does not surprise me. They are all practicing. They're going to Daytona. Yeah, they are going to Daytona. <laughs> she actually told me that she told the coronavirus off. She oh. said, you're off mat. Oh, my God. You're off mat. <laughs> off the mat. Coronavirus off mat. And so business as usual there. Okay. What's her colors again? I forgot. Oh, she's yellow and red. Ooh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. She's taking care of it herself. Britney Spears. Britney Spears. I couldn't believe it. She wrote back to me as well. Amazing. Uh, amazing. Uh, she says she's used to this. Oh. Quarantine is things yeah. that don't really affect her. She's yeah. done it before. They've been keeping her on lockdown for a few years she's, now. <laughs> she, Free Britney. She told me all the experience that she had in lockdown. Oh. So she, it's like another day. It's just another day for her. No change. She she's, doesn't even know what's going on. She's pink and purple, perfect, by the way. Perfect. Pilot Pete. Our guy. You reached out to him. Yeah. Pilot Pete. I forgot what he told me. I, let me look that up on Facebook. Pilot Pete, he told me that he is dating. He's currently dating yes. many, many women. Yes. He has built a windmill in his backyard. Yes. And things are good for him. He does. He's not worried. So he just like has his own windmill in his backyard, which yes. he can take women to. He's asymptomatic. He has it. He's ace. Oh, my God. But he's asymptomatic. he's basically saying, you know what? Oh, no. If I give it to you, I give it to you. Wow. But you're going to get the windmill experience from okay. Pilot Pete. I Which think okay. you know, the risk is worth taking. There, oh, there's one that just came in while you were doing your speech. What? Who? You don't even know this. No. The mayor from Jaws. Oh, my God. He said, keep everything open. <laughs> he said, no matter what, you keep it open. <laughs> keep those. Keep everything open. Yeah. What's a big deal? A shark takes out a it's few people? spring break. You keep it open. It is spring yeah. break in Florida. So the mayor from Jaws. The mayor from Jaws would go against DeSantis. Everything would be open right everything. now. Everything, yeah. He, Cuomo, Governor Cuomo. <laughs> Listen to the mayor from Jaws. <laughs> that is so funny. Yeah. Jax, heard you reached out to Jax from Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Jax is also, I think he's just going around and he, he wrote to me and he's going around. He's got it too. And he's spreading it. He said, you know, it's a he big doesn't deal. Care. He, doesn't he, care. he doesn't care. He doesn't he's care. He's like, you know what? I don't care. Yeah. You know, I'm divorced from Brittany now. Oh, I wow. think, yeah, I think wow. you're going to find out in later episodes oh of Vanderpump, God. they're divorced. Okay. And he's basically spreading it to, to the entire cast. He's serving... He's a waiter. Yes. And bartender. Yeah. And he's serving Corona. Oh, he serves Corona. He serves in Corona. In the Corona. In the Corona. And I've heard you reach out to Pitbull, Mr. I Worldwide. Did. 
Yes, I love Pitbull. We always we talk do. about Pitbull here. He's South Florida Purple. You know how he always says, Miami, Miami? Yeah. He has a new hit. Oh, what is it? Corona, Corona. Yes. Just Corona, Corona. We, and he jumps up and, and down. He jumps. And he jumps. And it kills the disease. It does. It does because he wears a suit. He wears a suit. And he wears sunglasses indoors. And he screams Corona. Last but not least, you checked in on our old favorite, Hannah Brown. And of course... Hannah Brown, you know, not really feeling the lockdown, the the quarantine because mm-hmm. she's everywhere. Yeah. And she this is news not to the public yet, but she is going to probably most likely be the new anchor of the evening news. Oh, here's Abby. Abby's come Abby's yeah, we're been working from home with children too. Say hi, Abby. Abby say hi. Say hi to the people. Hi. So you went on a daddy's joke. Go ahead, finish your joke. Oh, okay. Well, the, it's not a joke, but she's going to be. Oh, yeah, she's replacing real. David Muir on the uh, evening news on ABC. Well, they love Hannah Brown. Hannah Brown on ABC, so that makes sense that she is the worldwide anchor, Mister Worldwide. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be Pitbull and Hannah Brown. All right, we need to go cough now yes, and avoid holding, each other. We've been holding on our cough for an so hour. So let's close it up. All right, guys. I just want to thank the Mystic Makila Spiritual Family for sponsoring this episode of Know Your Aura with Mystic Michaela. I want you all to take care and be safe and love one another and know that we love you too. Take care, guys. All right. Say bye, Abby. Abby. Bye. (laughs) You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.